Hey there, everybody. Do you love to travel and learn about new places? Great, and you are in the right place. Join Jasmine the cat and Gracie the tortoise as they have fun traveling the beautiful United States and learning lots of cool new facts. Hello there, friends. It's Jasmine, the jazzy gray cat, here with my bestie, Gracie, the super smart tortoise. Say hi, Gracie. Greetings, my good friends. Gracie here. Are you ready to go with us to explore Arizona, our 48th state? The capital and biggest city is Phoenix. Gracie, I know what a phoenix is. It's a large, beautiful bird from ancient legends. A phoenix has gorgeous feathers of gold and scarlet and a lovely voice, just like me. The really cool thing about it is that it's born in fire and has supernatural powers to bring it back to life. That's a very good description of a phoenix, Jasmine. The city of Phoenix is in the hot, dry Sonoran Desert. Water has to be brought into the city, and people like the ancient Hohokam did this long ago by digging canals from the Salt River nearby. For a long time after they left, no one lived here, but in the 1800s, new canals were built again. A man named Jack Swilling called the new city Phoenix because it rose out of the desert, just like the bird rose out of the fire. Great story! Arizona's name may have come from the Basque language and means place of oaks, or maybe from the Papago Native American language and means place of young spring. It's a pretty word either way. The state nickname is the Grand Canyon State because the Grand Canyon is here. I can't wait to see it. Arizona could also be called the Sunshine State because it is sunny here 85% of the time. That's even more sunshine than Florida or Hawaii. I'll need to get out my sun umbrella. Good idea, Jazzy. You don't want to get sunburned. Sunny and dry Arizona was part of Mexico until the Spanish-American War, and then it became part of the United States. Native American people were living here long before that, and 22 tribes still live here today. Lots of cool animals live here, too. I'm going to start with the Cota Mundi which is kind of like a raccoon with a striped tail. Cody's like to live in trees, snack during the day, and sleep with their nose curled up in its tummy at night. There's also the javelina or the peccary, which is a medium-sized pig. My favorite is a wildcat called the jacarundi. They are very cool looking with a flattened head, short legs, and a long tail. Jacarundis are good climbers and good swimmers. My last animal is the poisonous Gila monster. Gila monsters are the largest lizards in the United States, and they're pretty cool looking. They're black with pink, orange, and yellow scales that look like beads. Luckily, they spend most of their time underground and come out to hunt for food or to lay in the sun. Gila monsters store fat in their big tails and don't need to eat very often. Those are some really unique animals. Most people think Arizona is mostly desert. But about 15% of the land is forests, some of which are the largest national forests that we have. Come on, Gracie. I already found Arizona on the map. It's a four-corner state. You remember what that is. That's where Arizona, Utah, Colorado, and New Mexico all touch at one spot. And you know what? Arizona is right here with Nevada to the northwest, Utah to the north, New Mexico to the east, Mexico to the south and California to the west. I am all ready to go in our cute blue camper. Terrific, Jazzy. Our famous person for Arizona is Geronimo. He was a great warrior of the Apache people. 
He was born in Arizona when it was still part of Mexico. He fought for the rights of his people and their land with both the Mexicans and the United States soldiers and settlers. Did he win? No, unfortunately he did not. Like the other brave Native Americans who fought for their land and freedom, Geronimo and his people were sent to live on a reservation. A reservation is land set aside by a government for a special group of people. Oh my, that was not a very nice thing to do. Sometimes I wonder why we can't all live together and be friends. I agree. Now, could you be friends with dogs as neighbors? I could. I don't have to be best friends with them. Just a good neighbor. I know you could. Here we are at the Saguaro National Park, which is named after the Saguaro cactus. This is the only place in the world where these cacti grow naturally. Saguaro cacti can live up to 200 years. They grow up to 60 feet tall, making it the largest cactus in the United States. But this cactus grows very slowly, sometimes taking 8 to 10 years to grow just one inch. Wow, that is a long time. And what about those arms on them? Why do some cacti have lots and others have none? The arms can take up to 100 years to grow. Some saguaro cacti may grow up to 25 branches, and some never grow any. Hmm, but how can they grow so big without water in the desert? That's a good question. When it rains, the saguaro can drink it in and can store up to about 200 gallons of water. That's enough water for four bathtubs. Ooh, that's a lot of water. Not only is the saguaro a cool plant, but it's also a home. You wouldn't think anyone would want to live with those pointy spikes, but hawks like to build their nest in the arms. Desert woodpeckers live in holes that they peck out of the cactus. And when they leave, small owls and finches move in. And guess what? It's a restaurant, too. The pretty white flowers become a red fruit, and birds and animals like to eat the seeds. Amazing! I'm ready to see them. Here's the Valley View Trail, so let's explore. Watch out for stones on the path. Gracie, this is beauteous. Look at all the cacti. I can see the white flowers. There must be millions. And those mountains are stupendous looking. I agree. Look, here on Signal Hill are petroglyphs carved in the stones. These pictures are thousands of years old. I can see a rider on a horse. How about you, Jazzy? I see a sun and a bison. The saguaro cactus aren't the only cacti here in the desert. I see prickly pear and barrel cactus, too. And cacti aren't the only living things here. We need to be on the lookout for rattlesnakes, scorpions, and gila monsters, too. It's really hot here. Time for a rest and a drink. I'm glad we didn't see any of those dangerous reptiles. Since we're back in the West, are we going to an old Western town? We sure are. Tombstone, Arizona, to be exact. Tombstone was founded by Ed Schlieflin, a silver miner in 1879. Many people told him it was a dangerous place, and the only thing he would find there was his tombstone. Schlieflin proved them wrong. He found his silver and called his town Tombstone. But that's not why Tombstone is famous, is it? It's because of the gunfight at OK Corral. Right, Gracie? That's right. This gunfight took place in 1881. The good guys were the Earp brothers and their friend Doc Holliday. These men fought the bad guys, 
Billy Claiborne, Frank and Tom McLowry, Billy Clayton, and Ike Clayton. Why did they fight, and who won? The Earps were lawmen of the town, and the other men were cowboy outlaws. The shootout lasted only 30 seconds, but 30 shots were fired. I don't know if anyone really won, but Billy Clayton and the McLaurie brothers were killed, and several others were wounded. But guess what? This fight didn't even take place at the O.K. Corral, but in a vacant lot nearby. A Hollywood movie put the fight at the O.K. Corral. Trust Hollywood to change history. Now let's start exploring. I'm with you. How about if we start watching a reenactment of the gunfight? Oh, it's starting! And it's over! That was really fast. But the bad guys lost and the good guys won again. Yay! The town and the buildings look just like they did when this was a booming silver town. It feels like we're going right back in time. Let's relax here under the shade of the rose tree and imagine we're part of the Old West. The rose tree is the largest rose bush in the world. The rose originally came from Scotland. Well, even if it came from Scotland, it must really like it here to grow so big. Now let's finish up in the Boot Hill Cemetery. This is where everyone from outlaws, ranchers, miners, and even families were buried. This book that I have tells about everyone who's buried here and how they died. But you know what? I don't think I would have wanted to live here. Lots of these people did not die peacefully. A man named Thomas Harper was hanged, a miner fell down a mine shaft, and a train robber died of his wounds. You're right, Jasmine. The West was often a very violent place to live. Into the camper, and we're off to the natural wonder, the Grand Canyon. Oh, Gracie, I am so excited to visit the Grand Canyon. The canyon was made more than two billion years ago. That is astounding. The Colorado River cut into the red rock just a little at first, and then over time the canyon got deeper and deeper. Now it's about 277 miles long, 18 feet wide, and 6,000 miles deep. And you know what? It's actually still growing bigger every day. That's right. The Grand Canyon is one of the seven natural wonders of the world. The Native American Pueblo people lived here over 3,000 years ago. Today, over 5,000 people come to visit each year. That's a lot of people. Here are some really fun things to do. You can go hiking, camping, rafting, ride horses or mules, or even take a helicopter ride. Let's do the helicopter ride. Wonderful idea. Our helicopter is here at the south rim of the canyon. Don't forget to put on your headphones. It will be a noisy ride. Gracie, Gracie, this is so amazing. I can see way down into the canyon and see the Colorado River. And over there, people are riding on mules. We're flying over the Kabob National Forest, which has the world's largest ponderosa pine trees. Over there, I can see the Painted Desert. That's our next stop, along with the Petrified Forest. Ooh, we're going over the North Rim and the Dragon Corridor, the deepest part of the canyon. I wonder if any dragons live there. I don't see any, but they're probably sleeping in their lair. Jazzy, I don't think there are any dragons here. Just beautiful nature. Well, there could be. You have to believe. You're right, my dear. You do have to believe. That was an amazing ride. Now let's check out our last stops, the petrified forest and the painted desert. They're right next to each other. First, we'll see the petrified forest. Gracie, what 
kind of forest is this? The trees look like stones. You're right, they do. The word petrified means being so scared you can't move or having turned to stone. Now these trees weren't scared, but they did turn to stone. When did this happen? It all started during the Triassic period, 200 million years ago. Back then, Arizona had tall trees and rushing rivers. When the trees fell, they often landed in the water. As this happened, ash from the volcanoes was also in the rivers. The trees absorbed the silica from the ash, and it made them turn to stone. Unbelievable stone trees! Let's get exploring. Crystal Forest Trail is my favorite. I can see lots of petrified logs and tree trunks. And look, they have quartz crystals in them. So sparkly. Oh no, we need to get going. It's almost sunset and that's the best time to see the painted desert. It definitely is. The colors really glow then. Gracie, this is just like a fairyland. It's so breathtaking. I see purpley lavender, gray, orange, yellow, pink, and red. It's like the rocks are on fire. It is hard to describe such beauty, and it's a perfect way to finish off our explore. Now let's head back to the camper so we can go home. I am sleepy, but not too sleepy for riddles. Let's do dragon riddles. Why do dragons sleep during the day? I know this one, so they can fight nights. Oh, Gracie, you're so smart. But now it's your turn. All right, here goes. What does a dragon eat for a snack? I know this one, too. Firecrackers. I wonder if they explode in his belly. I suppose maybe that's how he gets his fire. But you know what? You're smart, too, Jasmine. Now my favorite place was the petrified forest and seeing the stone trees. How about you? I like flying over the Grand Canyon in a helicopter and looking for dragons. How about you, friends? What was your favorite place today? Don't forget to tell someone you love. Thanks for exploring with us and come back next week for Alaska. Bye now. Say goodbye, Gracie. Goodbye, my good friends. Thanks for coming. See you next time. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining Jasmine and Gracie on their adventure today. Come back next week for the next one. Hello everybody, it's Gwen here. If you want to know more about the places we visited, just go to our website, jasmineandgracie.podbean.com and go to the sources page and you can find out all about the great places that we visited. See you next week. Bye-bye.